And we're back. Welcome back, everybody, for our sixth installment of Four Guys Saying a Bunch of Shit. I'm here, as always, with uh, my good friends Tyrone, Khalil, and Matt. And here we are with another wondrous episode, and hope you guys enjoy it today. I'm going to kick things off right away by talking about sports. Two things coming back, baseball and basketball. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be kicking things off very shortly. Baseball, first game, first pitch tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Your World Series champion, Washington Nationals versus fuck-ass, stupid, bullshit, piece-of-shit, asshole, New York fucking Yankee motherfuckers. (laughs) Not enough swearing. Sorry. Please uh, don't let your your children lose. Um, Dr. Fauci is actually throwing out the first pitch for the game. And then the game will officially start with Max Scherzer uh, th- starting the game, throwing throwing out the uh, – well, starting the game, yeah, pitching for the Nationals. Um, there was a whole dogma on ESPN. I'll, I'll post it to our Facebook page about what baseball players are going to go through uh, in this 60-game uh, blur of a season. And it was interesting, some of the protocol that they have in terms of who they can be in touch with and who they can't. And it said something about, on average, a, a – a major league player will see will be in contact with 60 people um, during the day. They're trying to enforce as much social distancing as possible. Uh, basketball, the NBA kicks off um, opening week is a week from tonight. And I'm actually been, I've been watching some of the scrimmages at the bubble and they're pretty interesting. They've got coaches and players spaced out. They have a glass partition for the announcers and uh, there's no fans. It's scary. So I actually had a, a good question to ask you guys because I was reading about it and it made sense to me. So this is going to probably be the case mostly in basketball, in the NBA, but it might also happen in baseball and it might also happen in the NFL. It's not likely to happen in hockey. What do you think there's going to be more of, especially in the NBA, now that there are no fans in the stands? Anybody want to take a stab at this? More? Ask uh, a question again. What are there going to be? What's there going to be more of now that there are no fans in the stands? Think about noise. Think about volume. Think about what's being oh, said. Yeah. Oh, I see. More yeah, shit talking. Yeah. 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 Well, yes, but more, more swearing, and it's yeah. going to lead to what in the NBA, especially more what? I'm going to go with uh, drops of sponsors and maybe uh, fights. Impossibly. How about more technical fouls and ejections? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just think about <laughs> it. Like, that's, that's, you're going to hear a pin drop out there, and you're definitely going to hear, like, um, you know, somebody's going to take it to the hole, and Aaron Gordon's going to dunk on somebody and be like, yo, I just teabagged you, motherfucker. And, I mean, you're going to hear it. <laughs> There's no fans out there. But they were they were pontificating about this. A lot of the pundits were saying, oh, you know, now that there's, there's no fans, there's going to be a, a raise in or a heightened amount of um, technical fouls and ejections. I think more so in the NBA, probably a little bit in baseball and maybe a little football. Football, there's a lot more crunching and more people and all of ambient noises. But in the yeah. NBA, man, with 10 people out there, 
all it's going to take is fuck you and you're out of the game. <laughs> it's going to be great. Where's Rasheed Wallace right now? We need we need <laughs> to get him back out of retirement to get throw some ejectives out there. But yeah, have Dennis um, Rodman rolling in there. That's going to be fantastic. Dennis, yeah, I mean we need. There's going to be a lot of ejections. Um, there's well, I mean, gonna, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but the the hope of that is the hope is maybe the NBA will just give some leniency and like let them play like they used to play in the eighties and nineties. And so, yeah, they're cursing at each other, but uh, it's a part of the game. It's always been a part of the game. So maybe <laughs> less technical fouls, less throwing people out yeah. because all they're doing is playing the game. Yeah. And, and they also said that now there's going to be a lot more. Um, it, it, I'm sorry. I'm changing train of thought here for the last thing I wanted to say, but in baseball, especially there's, they're going to be taking a lot more risks on the field because of social distancing. Um, and it's just going to be so weird to watch guys cross home plate after a walk-off grand slam. And instead of them all jumping on you on home plate, as is the tradition, um, you're going to see guys elbow bump and maybe two or three or four people walk by you. It's kind of the feeling of the game. It's unfortunate. I think that I'm glad that all this is coming back. I really am. People are – worried about how it's going to go. But at the same time, I think just no fans being there is going to take some of the energy just out of watching the game. Yeah. So. Well, baseball's going to be interesting because I was reading that they, if they're not going to allow stealing because most of the runners are going to have to stand six feet off the plate um, because they're not going to allow them to stand right next to, you know, the, the people covering it. Obviously I'm not a baseball person too much, so I don't know the technical terms, but it's going to be weird. It's going to be, change a lot of their strategy they also just real quick guys last thing they also uh, implemented some new rules in baseball in terms of if we go to extra innings um we um yeah if we go to extra innings then um they automatically start with a runner on second so put a runner in scoring position all you got to do is get a base knock and game's over so they're also trying to speed up play which is good and hopefully that's something that's going to last longer that's sports looking forward to it so right before um, the recording of this podcast, I was watching the latest versus battle on Instagram, DMX versus uh, Snoop Dogg, which I initially thought was a odd, um, an odd, you know, uh, pair to put uh, to uh, put against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, but you know, they both have the whole dog canine thing. So hey, let's have them battle. Um, <laughs> think it was about maybe two songs left before this podcast and uh snoop predictably was 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 winning um but you know it wasn't like he like washed dmx but um <laughs> you know snoop had six a six-year head start before dmx dropped his debut album so it's like eh. so yeah that was you know that battle but um and other music news um kim kardashian's um husband has been um <laughs> I didn't even name his name i love it <laughs> that has been guy. all over the place he's been going on twitter rants uh running for president and hold up in his wyoming uh compound um just you know i don't know being his bipolar self and i'm not making light of mental illness but um He's uh, fired off some interesting tweets uh, going at even his mother-in-law. He called his mother-in-law, Chris Jenner, Chris Jong-un. 
and um, (laughs) he thinks that um, Kim had an inappropriate relationship with uh, the rapper Meek Mill last year when they met to discuss prison reform. Like he's just going off the deep end. What else did he say? He thinks that his mother-in-law put her daughter um, Kim to put put her up to pose for Playboy. He thinks that his mother-in-law orchestrated Kim's sex tape release Jesus. or leak, <laughs> re- leak or release, however you want to, you know, call it. Yeah. That. So, and then um, I don't know if anyone saw clips of Kanye's quote unquote um, campaign um, speech, <laughs> if you nope. want to call it that. No, thanks. Um, he, uh, in between berating members of the audience for asking questions that he didn't like, uh, he didn't really stay on topic. He was all over the place. Um, he uh, talked about his, uh, he wanted to, uh, Kim to get in a, an abortion when she got pregnant with North, their oldest child. And then he said, Kim is probably going to divorce me for saying this, but I have to say it then. So that's what he said. And then he said, my father even wanted to abort me. Then he started, he burst out crying on stage. I mean, so basically, his mother-in-law and his wife wanted to commit to him. Like, you know, I think it was called like a 5150, uh, whatever. Yeah. So they wanted to commit him. And then uh, attempting to commit him um, made him, you know, go off the deep end. So he just fired off a series of tweets attacking his family. And uh, I think as of now, he's at 2% um, in the polls. So um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone cares enough about... Um, this scenario to uh, <laughs> chime in with a um, opinion or not, but yeah, I, I have a very small opinion, and I mentioned this earlier in the day. But uh, and I take mental health, health mental health very seriously, but it seems there's a pattern, and the pattern is anyone with any kind of mental health issue or any kind of self esteem issue or any kind of anything. As they get attached to the Kardashians, they're normally brought down to nothing. Think of Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom, um, sixth man of the year, NBA All-Star, NBA champion. Yeah, he's a champ. He he was dealing with depression. He meets a Kardashian and becomes a crackhead. Where Hmm. the fuck does that jump at? How does that happen? (laughs) Where they finally crack dudes, he's trying to commit suicide. And then he leaves the family, has no ties to the family. And if you notice, and you pay attention to uh, Lamar Odom, he's no longer a crackhead. He's living a good life. He's happy. <laughs> I just think they're just they're just they're equipped as a family to destroy men if you're not yeah. uh, capable of handling their lifestyle. Yeah, people say you know, there's they've been accused of having like a dark cloud or omen within that clan not not and, not to mention that not, not that i want to stir the pot this much but not to mention they kardashians for all of their you know for the fact that they tote around this whole image of we love black men so much they have been completely silent about um black lives matter i mean for the, well for the most part because they're so wrapped up in their own world but they you don't hear much from them about blm right now and you know that's that's a shame to me. So, I guess they assumed that their dating pattern, uh, what was was enough for Black Lives Matter. So, yeah. well, that's that's a terrible <laughs> assumption. But <laughs> and, and, just, and just really quick, you you keep bringing up the battles. 
and I can't stress enough how shitty they are. I mean, I have so much respect for Snoop Dogg and DMX. And DMX. But I, I feel like if they're not literally with the mic in their hand rapping against one another, I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> What, what I what I do care about is what Matt has to say about the latest in uh, film entertainment. Matt, what you got? Well, so I've got a beef to pick with Disney tonight, which is absolutely something that I never thought I'd say. But obviously having a four-year-old and being stuck at home and desperate to watch new shit and entertain them when they literally just want to run around the house, I've been subjected to a lot more Disney movies. And here's my thing. She's finally old enough to kind of watch some of the more new live action bullshit that they're releasing. Who in their goddamn mind thought it was a good idea to release all the shit from like all the way back from like the 60s, the 70s, early 90s, barely do the bare minimum to update them. Yes, they're showcasing technology. It looks beautiful. But what the fuck? Like it literally is probably some of the worst shit I've ever seen. I watched the Aladdin remake, which mind you, the original is only carried by Robin Williams. That's what makes Absolutely. that movie. Absolutely. 100%. No question. The rest of that movie is generic as hell. It's good music, whatever. All the Disney movies had good music back then. Robin Williams carries that. You got Will Smith coming in there trying to do his own thing, but still is in the shadow of that. It's crap. And the rest of it, the acting's crap. The visuals look like it honestly should be on some TV-made movie. That, that mm-hmm. movie was just some complete bullshit. The Lion King. I know it had a bunch of hype, it made a shit ton of money, had amazing voice cast. They took no, like, it literally, like, if you boil down The Lion King from 1992 or three, whatever the year that came out, that is some of the most bare ass story as it is. It's got great music, great visuals. It's Hamlet, but with fucking animals in the it's most pure sense, yeah. p- sense possible. It is. But the remake extends it out an additional 30 minutes, adds some dialogue. Visuals are fantastic, but what the fuck? The music's not nearly as good. Beyonce bombs her song. Donald Glover, who I love, is not very good. It's very flat. The animals look like shits. They have no emotion in their face. It looks like Nat Geo meets, you know, if if uh, Alan Merkin and Elton John decided to, you know, have a pet project, that's what you get. So, and then plus, I haven't watched it all the way yet because I can't sit through it. I find an excuse to go in the kitchen. The Beauty and the Beast remake. What the fuck? Like, whoever don't, thought it was okay to have it. Emma Watson attempt to purely sing through an auto-tune device. Hmm. She's not it's, singing. It's, no, her voice is overdubbed. It's somebody it's else's awful. voice. And, and, I mean, mind you, Luke Evans is Gaston and, and Josh Gad is... What, what, oh, God, he's so not funny. What, 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 you know, that, that fat sidekick, you know, they're the he's best really part of it if, if there was supposed to be a best part. The visuals look good, but I, also looking at the upcoming schedule, we have Mulan, which may be the only good one out of this because it's doing something entirely different. It's not retreading the right. same stuff. It almost looks like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Then you right. have coming up, they just announced they're going to do the remake of Robin Hood. They're going to do Why? The, the the remake of Little Mermaid, um, which, mind it's you, they're going to do a much, much more di- diverse cast, which could be great. But again, the story's going to be shit. And then they're going to also do a... Um, there's several other ones that they're deciding to pull out of their ass from way back when. One and of again, these days, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna take a bottle of liquor out, and every time you fucking say the word remake, I'm going to chug. And at the end of the show, I'm trashed. Why are we harping on goddamn remakes? I'm, you have three three words. Don't watch it. 
Don't watch it. They suck. They all they all suck. Toby, I'm all? not watching them for the same reason I watch all my incredibly shitty movies. Suck. I'm watching because I got to sit with my kids. So I'm not, I don't entirely have the TV be the babysitter, but I'm subjected to some bullshit. Disney could have spent all their money in so much better ways to do this stuff. Now that this I agree with. Literally, like the the most lazy shit I've ever seen. No, and that I agree millions with. Millions to make. And it what, literally is what, one of those things where I'm like, I honestly am terrified to see what else they do. Because if this all they got at this point, they better just dump their chips out of Disney, focus on animation, and go all in on Marvel and Marvel television at this point. Because it's the only thing that they've got. Tell well, Star Wars there you shut the bed with. Ty. Ty. Yeah, but to you, uh, Matt, to your point uh, of shitty remakes and wasting your time. For me, The Lion King is the greatest animated movie ever. Yeah. I love that movie. I could watch it a thousand times. The animated movie. What they did with this, whatever that fucking was. John Favreau's it, bullshit. It was such a waste of goddamn... It was the exact same movie. The exact same lines. The exact same everything. And then I, I'm like, why did they wheel James Earl Jones out there to redo his lines? It's the same fucking lines. Yeah. They could have mm-hmm. just taken it and added it to the... That's how bad it was to me. And at the end, I watched it. And I was like, damn, this was a great movie in 1992. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I will say, out of the any right. that they've done so far, is John Farrell did a fantastic job with the Jungle Book because that's the only one that was actually incredibly well reviewed, like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it had value in being out because they took enough differences and turns to move it more back towards Kipling's book versus yeah. the Disney movie. That's the one I'll give them out of the twelve that they got. Can you so yell at us about? Show. Can you yell at us about Tenet? Since uh, Tyrone tagged you in that Facebook okay, post, yes. <laughs> that that was the right fucking move. However, Christopher yeah. Nolan needs to get off his high horse and stop getting his head on his own ass and just release that shit on digital. All these yeah. movies this year yeah. need to go to digital. They're yeah, not going to make enough point. money. They're going to no, lose not. a ton of money from their investment and insurance and everything else they've got. They just need to just bite the bullet this year, call it a day, go to digital. I don't give a shit that it's only meant for theaters. Fuck that noise. Fuck these it. movies are great, but not good enough to. Say I I'm too good for someone's home screen. Yeah, having it home. It is yeah. some bullshit. Nope, a hundred percent agree with that estimation. But, but but Matt, really quick, uh, you were talking about Marvel on Disney. Um, you know, uh, two of the move, two the only reasons I have Disney yep. was, uh, for two shows, and both shows are not coming. They were both delayed. Uh, uh the first one was uh, what the hell is a uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the other one is the. Can you say that one too? What the Vision of Wanda? Yeah, Wanda Vision. Wanda Vision. That's yep. the other one. The the two shows I wanted to see the most. <laughs> the only reason why I got Disney Plus on coming, so I'm going to probably be dropping my account soon. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a valid choice for that reason. It's saving my ass with literally every single fucking Disney Junior show possible. But you know I'm keeping it for that reason. But yeah, I agree with you. It sucks. I mean, the only thing that is coming on time is the the Mandalorian. That's the only thing that's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's on time. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Disney, you need to get your shit together. Hmm. Please. So uh, I, I'm doing something different again. Uh, I am talking about shows that are uh, on its way to television in development uh, right now. And there's two in particular I wanted to bring up and talk about. One is called Rodham. Uh, it's coming to Hulu, and basically it is an adaption of a book where, and get this, guys, what if Hillary Clinton never married Bill Clinton? 
That is the premise of the show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. This is from my this is from an actual fictional book. Uh, hmm. And they've taken it and they're bringing it to Hulu uh, as a scripted show. So that's one of them. The other one is developed by uh, the lovely uh, Eva Lagoya and uh, whatever, uh, Forrest Winokur. Uh, it's called Chicano. It's coming to ABC. Uh, that was, you know, ABC has a history of having Latino shows and like putting no effort into them. Like one of my favorite shows was the George Lopez show. Uh, that was and on it, ABC. That's yeah, right. that was on ABC. It ran for about four or five seasons. It was, a, for me, a good show. I liked it. It was canceled. Did anyone remember what show replaced it? It was canceled for a show. A mid-season. What, the boat, uh, the, what's it called? The boat? Uh, Fresh Straight off, off the, the boat. boat? Fresh off Fresh the off boat. boat. That was that it? No, 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 no. Completely two different decades. Oh, hell. Um, George, do, do, you remember, do you remember the cavemen for uh, Geico? Yeah. Yes, I remember. No. They were given their own show. No. The the last of season. And George Lopez's show was canceled to make room for that show. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. So <laughs> has a really bad history <laughs> of taking care of, uh, of Latinos and giving them their own space. And I, I think with Fresh Off the Boat and I think with uh, Blackish and other shows doing so well on the channel, they're going to now give it, a ch- give, give it another shot, but give it more of a chance to do well and not just a couple of episodes like they've been doing in the past. So um, so yeah, those are the two shows. Chicano is basically about a, sh- it's a, a show about a, a Mexican family that moves to America in the 1920s and their trials and tribulations is a drama. Uh, and then, just in case you were wondering, Rodham is also a drama, even though it probably should be a comedy. Um, and that, <laughs> probably you'll see that sometime in the next year and a half due to COVID, of course. Then hmm. uh, I've been trying out a new network uh, that is doing it absolutely right uh, because, you know, we have CBS and we have HBO now and stuff like that. Uh, the, uh, Peacock, has anyone heard of Peacock? Yeah, yeah. NBC's. Yeah, it's a new NBC network. It is absolutely free, people. Get it. And um, you can watch old shows. They have some new shows on there as well. And I am a huge psych fan. Like, I, if you look at my, my movies over <laughs> here, I have every season of psych ever. And I own their movies. And I will buy this movie as well as soon as it comes to DVD. Uh, I am in love with it. And their new movie, uh, uh, Psych 2, um, Lassie Come Home, uh, hit last week. <laughs> And it's amazing. It's amazing. Are you talking about uh, Psych? Are you talking about Are you talking about Psych with Dulé Hill? Yeah, Dulé Hill. Oh, yeah. And it was on and, USA, and it was on USA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seven seasons. Uh, James Roday, who wrote who wrote the show, uh, an accident as well. And for people who do not know, it's basically uh, Sean is a super detective. I'll say it that way first. He's a super detective, but he's not a detective. He's kind of like a a, a slouch. He doesn't have much going for himself. But his father has t- taught him how to be extremely observant, observant and to catch things that other people won't catch. So what do you do with some, some a skill like that? Well, he fakes, uh, he fakes um, being a psychic to the uh, police force. And he solves cases for them as a psychic, but he's not psychic at all. His best friend, uh, Gus, helps him out, played by Dulé Hill very brilliantly. Uh, the show ran for seven seasons again on USA. But now the movie is on Peacock and all the other seasons, if you wanted to check it out, or uh, Peacock as well. Absolutely free. Give the network a shot. It is absolutely great. Also, uh, The Last Dance 
the Michael Jordan documentary. Mm, oh, God, it was great. Over the weekend. Oh, my I God. Didn't I didn't see it because I don't own uh, ESPN. I don't own cable, people. Uh, but uh, I've been watching it, and holy shit, it's good. Uh, they, I, just got- I have to say one thing about the documentary. It was the best part. is just watching how much of an asshole Michael Jordan was is yeah. amazing but he has this <laughs> one thing it's like a 10 second part i forgot where they're it's when the dream team the 92 dream team and jordan's got his golf bag on his shoulders and he's walking past the mod rashad and it's walking by and mod stops him and he goes michael game on the line who takes the last shot michael looks like this and he goes me that's a dumb <laughs> question me and he walks away <laughs> i love that shit he's such a dick it's great I mean, what do you expect the greatest player in the history of basketball to say? Oh, well, uh, so- Neil would argue that it's LeBron James and all these fucking young idiots. It's a friend. <laughs> you know, LeBron's record. Sorry to go into sports. LeBron is three and six in NBA Finals. Michael Jordan was six and zero. Oh. If, if you learn anything by this, if you learn anything from this documentary, you learn how tough of a player Michael Jordan yes, was. That's what Stephen how good he was. He was playing some of the best defenses in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. And still today, if these defenses played in today's game, they would dominate. The best players in the world at the he time, was. Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. uh, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Larry the Bird. The list is I endless. Can, yeah, we did. did. I just, we can go forever. Yeah, if you, you, show LeBron, if you take LeBron James, and yes, he's a very good player. You take LeBron James and drop him into 1991, he would die. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't make it. He's a softy. He's a... He's a cream puff in the in that league. He would just flop and complain left and right. And mm-hmm. Lambeer and Rodney would be hip checking yes. him all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh they would just throw him down. Oh, it'd be great. No, he ties That's right. So like the bad boys, they were called the bad boys for a reason. They literally would get out there and physically drain you. Rodman, Lambeer, Mark Aguirre, yeah. Dumars, Isaiah. Oh, yeah. And you're this, right. Let's this, drop LeBron. Right, exactly. <laughs> the room for Michael Jordan. And it fucking worked. And Michael had to change his whole game around. To stop them from doing it, uh, but his their game plan was fuck him up. If he comes yeah. to the hole, fuck him up. up. If he if he tries to shoot a jump shot, fuck him up. Make him work for it. LeBron could never make it. But no. uh, all right, so I had two more things, but I'll, I'll uh, save it for next show. Uh, gentlemen, I think it's time for trivia. All right, fellas, uh, I'm doing something different for trivia this time around. Uh, so what I'm doing is, first of all, one of my favorite actors is Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And I'm about, to show you, I'm about to show you why. Let's so, go. <laughs> what I've done is I've created a list of 12, 13 movies. Uh, and what I'm going to do is, instead of telling you the movie, I'm going to tell you the actor. And you're gonna have to tell me the movie that Kevin Bacon starred in with that actor. I love it. it? You're so de- for example. So yeah. for example, and here's my example one. I say John Belushi. Someone else will say, "Oh, you fuckers are in trouble." Oh, yeah. John Belushi. Animal House. Animal House. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Uh, this right. is- <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. What's the rule? How much time? How much time do we get? <laughs> are we just going to do all the movies or are we doing all? No, how does this work? So, so again, I'm going to yell at an actor. All right. You guys give me the movie that Kevin Bacon starred in with that actor. How much okay? time? How much time? 
this is the whole thing is going to be two minutes like normal. Okay. You calm about this. Know the answer. You don't. If you do not know the answer, I'll skip. But as it gets harder, what I'll do is I'll give you two actors. In some situations, I'll give you three actors. So you got to listen. Okay. And what do you put? Hold on. What are you putting? You got to say how much you're putting up per question. Remember. So, so uh, uh, as always, I, I, I think I'm going to um, donate about four dollars to each one of these questions you get right. Uh, if you do poorly, I'll up it to five. All right. Uh, so, all right. So, all right. Wait, uh, let me get the clock here. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. So, uh, gentlemen, I am. All right. So, ready, set, go. Go. Steve Gutenberg and Kevin Bacon. The fuck? What the entire? Let me give you one of this one. Steve Gutenberg or and and Kevin Bacon. Pass. Three more seconds. Pass. Right, I'll come. John Lithgow and Kevin. B- uh, uh, it's my favorite fucking movie. That's they're not in a soldier story. Pass. Pass. Soldier story. That's a black That's movie. Your favorite movie. Right. Go. John Candy and Steve Martin and Kevin Bacon. John Candy and Steve Martin. They only acted in one movie together. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Trains, planes, 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 and automobiles. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Bacon was in it. Uh, Michael Gross, Fred Ward, oh, Reba McIntyre. Tremors, Tremors, Tremors. Yes. All right. Julia Roberts, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Platt. Flatliners, Flatliners. Kevin Costner, Ed Eisner. Ed Asner, uh, Kevin Costner and Ed Asner and Kevin Bacon. Kevin Costner. Yep. Yeah, uh, pass it. Okay. Uh, Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson. A, a few good Lee. men. A few good men. Mill Street, John C. Riley, Benjamin oh, Black. The River Wild. The River Wild. Yes. Yes. Uh, Tom Hanks, Bill Paxson, Gary Sinise. Apollo 13. Yes. Yes. Matt Dillon, Nerve Campbell, Denise Richards. Crash. Oh, I, uh, Wild Things. Yes. I didn't think you would get that. We got 10 All seconds. Right. John Penn, Lawrence Fishburne, Tim Robbins. Oh, a Mystic River. Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone. And Kevin Bacon. That... I know a movie. I can't think of the name. Time's up. Shit. Time's up. That Time's was up. good. Got right. to eight. Is a little struggle in the beginning, yeah. but we got eight. <clears throat> All right, you got eight. That's thirty-two dollars. I owe. So here are the ones you missed: Steve oh. Gutenberg, Diner. And Kev- oh. oh my god, my favorite movie! Yes, oh my god. That's why I put it in there? I thought you'd I get that for sure. I cannot believe I did not get my favorite movie. That is <laughs> the most up. embarrassing fuck up of all. Wow, I am so ashamed. Continue. Sorry. Wow. That's why I only did one name because I was oh like, Oh my god, god. that's terrible. Okay, go ahead. All right, next one. John Lifko. That's Footloose. Oh Jesus! Oh shit! Why? I Who's forgot stupid. he's in that. If you would have said Diane Weist, if you would have said Diane Weist, I would have gotten it. All right, go ahead. All right, so this one was a lot harder because it's a it's a uh, a cameo. Ready, John Candy and uh, Steve Martin. Oh no, you guys got, that, got right. that. But he's he's a taxi. He he races Steve yeah. Martin to the. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember. Uh, all right, uh, Kevin Costner, Ed Eisner. That is JFK. Oh, okay. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, and I think you guys got the rest. You only missed three. Oh no no, no the last one. Uh, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone. 
The name of the movie is Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, okay. yeah, yep. chick flick. I don't. I, yeah, I, I knew the name. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hope you guys like that one. Yes, that yeah, was actually good. fun. I, I like enjoyed that, that format. I did like that. You can gotta love some Kevin Bacon. Yep. Fucking great actor, man. Yes, he is. You ever watched the show The Following? That show is the bomb. I love that show. I, I was really upset that it went off the air. I mean, it, it was nowhere else for it to go, but I liked it. It should have lasted at least five seasons, at least. Yeah, it was good as shit. So. All right. Well, All right, thank gentlemen. Yep. Go ahead, Ty. Sorry. Close us out. Oh. Fuck it. All right. Um, <laughs> wasn't prepared for this, but all right. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> nice to gentlemen. As always, man, it's good talking to you guys. Uh, hopefully, good, time. uh, good times. Hopefully, all. hopefully, Kanye gets your shit together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys, have a good night, everyone. Have a good one. All right. See ya. Later.